أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا كتب عليكم الصيام كتب عليكم الصيام كما كتب على الذين من قبلكم لعلكم تتقون أياما معدودات فمن كان منكم مريضا أو على سفر فعدة من أيام أخر وعن الذين يطيقونه فدية طعام مسكين فمن تطوع خيرا فهو خير له وأن تصوموا خير لكم إن كنتم تعلمون شهر رمضان الذي أنزل فيه القرآن هدى للناس وبينات من الهدى والفرقان فمن شهد منكم الشهر فليصم ومن كان مريضا أو على سفر فعدة من أيام أخر يريد الله بكم اليسر ولا يريد بكم العسر ولتكملوا العدة ولتكبروا الله على ما هداكم ولعلكم تشكرون وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِي عَنِّي فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ أُجِيبُ دَعْوَةَ الدَّاعِ إِذَا دَعَانِ فَلْيَسْتَجِيبُوا لِي وَلْيُؤْمِنُوا بِي لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْشُدُونَ تكبير الله أكبر تكبير الله أكبر اللهم بارك Go ahead and introduce yourself Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Uh, my name is Yusuf Uthman and I'm from Sudan. Alhamdulillah, you know, I'm just happy to be here today uh, with, with these, yani, our uh, with our brothers here, yani, um, on this podcast. Um, alhamdulillah, you know, a couple, a uh, few months ago, you know, I told them, you know, inshallah, you know, one day we could uh, get, I could get on the podcast, inshallah, and uh, we can make something happen, inshallah. So here we are, alhamdulillah, by the name of Allah. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Happy you're here too. Alhamdulillah. In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful, all praise due to Allah, the Lord of the worlds. We send peace, blessings, and salutations upon the Prophet Muhammad his family members, his household, his companions, and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless us. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Guys, how are you guys doing today? All right, so Yusuf. What were those ayahs that you just read? Alhamdulillah. So those were ayahs from Surah Al-Baqarah uh, that were revealed talking in the context, talk, context of Ramadan, talking about fasting. Fasting Allah, Allah says, O oh, you, oh, you who believe, um, Siyam was made, was made um, 
as a pre- prescribed upon you, you, just as it was prescribed on people before you. And it just shows us like that uh, Siyam was from all the nations before us. It's not only for the Ummah yeah. of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Yeah, exactly. It's like, um, there's more instances like that in the Quran. Like, you know, prayer was prescribed to people before us. Not everything is the same, but you know, these things, it's not supposed to look new to us. So when we look at it like, oh man, why do we have to fast? Like, you know, other people before you, they were fasting too. Exactly. Like, they had yeah. to observe this because act Islam of Islam is not a new religion. Yeah. Exactly. Because it's truly like the betterment of like, this is human. This is so that you may, may be mindful of God. And like, when, as we move forward to this episode, we'll talk about what fasting is and like, you know, how you really have to be conscious of Allah and like Ramadan, the virtues in Allah, it's going to be an amazing episode. Yeah, I mean, inshallah. Uh, we all know like, okay, for those who don't know, Ramadan is the most blessed month for what? Why is it the most blessed month? The most blessed month, why? Because the Quran was brought down in it. Allah picked its month. And anything that the Quran touched or the Quran came into contact with became blessed. Jibreel alayhi salam, he is the most honored angel because he brought in the message of Allah, the Quran. Muhammad is the most, uh, is the most honored Prophet yeah, and the final messenger. Why? Because the, the he was Quran. given the Quran. Yeah. And likewise, Ramadan is the most honored month. Why? Because the Quran is revealed in it. And I want to bring forth some light. Like, you know, from Surah Hashr, um, as Allah Azawajal, he says in the Quran, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim, He says, لَوْ أَنزَلْنَا هَذَا الْقُرْآنَ عَلَىٰ جَبْلٍ If we had sent this Quran on a mountain, you would have seen it like crumble. Yeah, crumble. Yeah, crumble, yeah. You, we present these examples that the people maybe they can think about it. Think about the Rasul alayhi salatu wasalam. The Quran was sent down on him. Imagine what that says about his heart and his character and how strong he was. How strong, yeah. Think about the month of Ramadan. The, um, the Quran was revealed in the month of Ramadan. Think about how much blessings or ni'mah will be in this month. Subhanallah. Yeah, people like people. Um, they may have asked the Prophet how can you remember all these words? How can you um, how can you be up to the test to d- deliver this message? Why is it you? And Allah Subhanahu wa Taala did He not say in instances that um, it was Allah who allowed Him to remember it? He strengthened Allah. He gave Him you know the ability to do this. This was not Him Himself. This was all Allah. Everything it it uh, bin Allah. Everything came down by the will of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, and. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he chose this month for us for a reason. He, one of the craziest things I ever think about was like, why did he choose fasting for this month? Why is there not something else that was prescribed? And yeah. uh, from the verses that um, Yusuf just recited um, from Surah Al-Baqarah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, if it's fasting is better for you if only you knew. Mm-hmm. And the Prophet Sam, he also narrated times when fasting is uh, prescribed to you when you're going to follow your desires, follow your temptations. Mm-hmm. So this month of fasting is like what? We're giving up our desires, giving up our temptations to like turn a, solely to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it's like a month in, of in reform. worship. Yeah, yeah, it's a month of reform. It's a month of transcending and elevating ourselves, our statuses, um, to see so that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can be satisfied with us better than any month because this is the month of blessing. Mm-hmm. I want to bring up one of um, one of my first advices to anyone during this month is to memorize the Quran, memorize more Quran. What does Allah say in the Quran about um he made the Quran easy to remember. Allah says, Surah Al-Qamar, mm-hmm. And we made the Quran easy to remember. We made the Quran easy to memorize. So Allah is asking us, is there anyone that wants to memorize? Is there, is there anyone that wants to read the Quran? Allah is asking you that he made it easy for you. Bring any other book that can be memorized. Bring any other book that people can memorize from uh, front to cover with no mistakes. 
600 pages of a language you don't even know. SubhanAllah, SubhanAllah. We see that all the time when people are like, if every single book on the earth was burned, there's only one book that would be able to be brought back just like right this. Right away, yeah. Probably within the first hour, someone would be uh, writing it up. Like Qur'ans are being written up every single day. Like Qur'an is a, it's a word of mouth. It's not like the kitab. It's a kitab. Like it was con uh, brought as a kitab, but it wasn't compiled until after the Prophet. So it's like... Like what does Qur'an mean? I'm asking that, that uh, which is read, right? Or yeah, that, like recitation. Yeah. Yeah. Recitation. Um, what is another name for the Qur'an? Criterion to distinguish <laughs> truthfulness <laughs> from falsehood. What's, that? What's another one? Kitab. And talking back to like when Hussein was talking about why Quran was so is so important in the month of Ramadan, the Prophet وسلم, and every night of Ramadan, Jibreel would come down and he would revise the Quran with him. Jibreel would revise the Quran with um, um, the Prophet said, this is in Sahih uh, narration, Bukhari. And, and, and also um, in the same hadith, it says, was He was the most generous of people, right? And mm -hmm. I don't want to deviate from what we're talking about, but if you look at that, like giving sadaqah, and we're going to talk about this later, later today, but giving sadaqah, giving charity, the Rasulullah was very generous in, in what he did. And generosity is not only when you're giving charity. Generosity is giving your time for Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, reading the Quran, and he would spend the whole night with Jibreel Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, revising the Quran. And he, he was a man who was he wasn't he wasn't rich. He he told you forms of charity that require no money. It requires it requires just for example, you know, like just smiling. Yeah, giving your giving smiling and at someone, like, being nice to someone. Like, like what we can take away from this, what we can remember is during this month of Ramadan, this is where you should be taking advantage taking advantage of these acts because like. It's like the way I like to think about it. If you're not going to do these acts in Ramadan, if you're not going to perfect yourself in Ramadan, when will you perfect yourself? When Allah has made it easy for you. When Allah said fasting was prescribed for you so that you can be mindful of him. When will you be mindful of him if it's not during Ramadan? Dude, when you're hungry and thirsty. The Rasul he said, some people they don't get out of Ramadan except hunger and thirst. Allah. I gave this example in the last episode. I compared, you know, Ramadan to, let's say, you know, Black Friday. Black Friday is, you know, something materialistic, right? We go out, we shop. Why? Because everything's on sale, right? We all know what month. Cheaper. We all know what month, you know, Black Friday is in, right? So what do we, what do we spend the rest of the year doing? Preparing saving, for it, yeah. saving, you know, looking at what we're going to buy. Right. And then once Black Some Friday comes... outside. Exactly. Some people sleep <laughs> yeah, outside for it. And then exactly. once the time comes, you know, they go in there, they shop, they, they take full advantage of it. But when it comes to Ramadan, your forgiveness is on sale. But you know, the people are not going to take advantage of that. Allah's mercy is on sale. Mm -hmm. You know, the ability to learn, all of that is on sale. And you're just going to sit there and, you know, it's better. What, uh, here's the thing. When it comes to like, let's say the, the prayer before Fajr, it's better than every uh, the whole it's world and everything there, yeah. in it. Yeah, now imagine, right. imagine the month of Ramadan, the opportunities that you so have. SubhanAllah, the gates of Jannah are open and the gates of Jahannam are closed. Nah. And all the shayateen are locked up. Locked away. Like this, the is, this is the like, perfect month. Yeah, this is the month where Allah chooses people to enter enter Jannah. Like mm -hmm. not even, not only like, is it only if you die or <laughs> is it just like he chooses people he chooses, this like, month? Imagine like, like during Ramadan, Allah, during the night when people are praying Taraweeh and Qiyam al Allah says to one group of people or a masjid, like I've chosen Jannah for you today. Khalas. Yeah, Jahannam is, is forbidden. Is haram, haram, haram for you. SubhanAllah. Think about like another thing I want to bring up during Ramadan. The amount of prayer that is Done Ramadan, Allah, subhanAllah, it's, it's amazing. It's a really a good way to like establish, um, Ramadan is really a good month to establish those extra prayers. Like especially like Taraweeh and Qiyam al and stuff like that. Like Salah, that connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is it's amazing. 
one thing, wait, one thing I want to really address real quick is that I don't want anybody out there to think that they're not doing enough during Ramadan. Like, do what is do what is good for you. Do what is sufficient for you. Like, if you feel like praying uh, Taraweeh once a week is what you could do at this moment, then okay. Like, don't think that if you see other people doing it, maybe, maybe you want to compete with them. That's up to you, though. Do what you can, but do the most. Like, do as much as you can. Do your best. Like, like he says a lot, do your best. Don't slack. Don't be lazy. So if you're not do if you're not someone who can pray tahajjud every night, or if you're not someone who can, can pray taraweeh every night, that's that's fine as long as you're doing your best, as long as you're doing your part. You understand? Like I just I just wanted to clear that up in case like you know people who they speak on social media saying, oh, if you're not praying twenty rakat for for taraweeh, then like yeah. then you're you're not. Uh, they they insinuate you're not a good Muslim or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and there's a reason. There's a reason why you know why there's a reason why taraweeh is not is not obligatory upon yeah. us. Yeah, like sure. we. They might not know that hadith, but we do. Well, uh, what did the Prophet do when uh, during Taraweeh when they thought it was gonna be obligatory? He's praying in his house. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes he yeah. didn't go to the masjid. Yeah. He said, "I was scared that it would be that you guys would make obligatory like upon you to pray salah every uh, to pray taraweeh that make it like a fault." Yeah, right? exactly. And go tracking back to what you were saying about uh, people like belittling. Don't ever belittle like a good deed. Like okay, if I can't <laughs> do, if I can't do, if I can't do uh, this, because when you belittle other pe other people, good deeds, bro, that's what shaitan do, bro. You want to yeah, be a shaitan for something? Shaitan locked away. You want to become a shaitan now? Mm -hmm. right? <laughs> like doing, he's doing his iblis's job for him, and don't <laughs> no, for, for like <laughs> for real, for free. Don't belittle anyone's good deed. And Allah says in the hadith, I mean, uh, Rasulullah narrates in the hadith, "Habu Allah, Allah, adwamuha wa inqallat." Right, that the most beloved deeds to Allah. Are the ones that, that are most consistent, even if it's small. Even if it's small. Even yeah. if it's small. So mm -hmm. e don't wow. don't belittle yourself or don't let anyone belittle you just because you're not praying uh 20 rakats tarawih, right? Or just because you're not praying qiyam uh every single every single night. Like Hussein was saying, just do the best you can. The most important thing to do is the fun. I mean, Allah has made it fun for a reason, right? Because mm -hmm. it's the most loved upon to him, right? Tarawih is obviously not the most loved upon to him, right? But you know, it, it's there, right, for the extra blessings, the extra rewards, and you should be taking full advantage of it if you can. Yes. And then another point, uh, another um, advice for Ramadan that I want to bring up is the pursuit of knowledge. Wallahi, the pursuit of knowledge, it, there's reward in this. And um, you should be trying to study the prophets, study the, uh, the Sahaba, the Hadith, the Quran, everything. This, during this month, this is why I bring this up. During this month especially. I'm not saying you shouldn't do this the other months of the year, but during this month especially. Inshallah, like, because one, one thing that we, we talked about is what is the easiest way to achieve like your goals as a Muslim. Like if, if you want to seek knowledge, if you want to memorize Quran, what is the best thing you could do? Leave sin, leaving sin. Sin, sin opens your heart to doubt and hypocrisy. Uh. So if you, if you are con continuously sinning, you will either forget stuff that you know, know Islamically or, or surahs in the Quran or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. But if you're not, if you're actively staying away from sin, actively repenting, then that remembrance becomes easier for you. You know, mem memorization will become easier. Seeking knowledge will become easier. We talked about it with uh, these imams that who compiled these uh, books of hadith. They yeah, left Malik. sin. Yeah, Malik, Bukhari, like uh, Shafi, like these, these people, they left sin so that they could be able to do these um, these acts. And like now we follow the yeah, things that bro. they say. Like, we they, follow they became the, the, the most honorable of their hadith. If you look at Imam Shafi, like I know, like a lot of people probably heard the story, but it's my favorite story. I love to say it. Imam Shafi, rahimahullah, 
he had photographic memory. Like this guy is just goaded, man. And he had photographic memory and he would have to cover one page. If he's memorizing, he would have to cover one page because <laughs> he can memorize so yeah, fast, yeah. right? So Imam Shafi'i, as he was memorizing, a, 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 a woman walked by and the wind just uncovered her ankle, just her ankle. And he looked by accident and then he went, he, you know, astaghfirullah, he, he went back to memorizing and he couldn't memorize. He couldn't even memorize as well. So then he, like he had trouble with memorizing and this guy is like, you know, memorizes so fast. So he went to his teacher, Wakir, and he says that he, he made it into a poem. He said, uh, right? I complained to Wakir about the weakness of memorization. So then he advised me to leave sin. And he told me that sin is a, I mean, he, to leave sin. And he told me that the, the knowledge, the ilm, ilm, the knowledge of Allah is a light. It's a nur. And the light of Allah cannot be given to a sinner, subhanAllah. So when you leave sin, it makes it way easier for you to memorize the Quran, to seek knowledge, to, to remember, to, to, like, to keep your memory and everything. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Speaking of leaving sin, what can you do in Ramadan, you know? Tawbah. Tawbah during Ramadan. I'm gonna teach you, uh, there's a dua. Allahumma innaka tuhibbu al-afwa fa'fu anni. Oh Allah, yeah. you love to pardon, so pardon me. SubhanAllah, this is, in Ramadan say this. That's the most, that's the most uh, said dua on Laylatul Qadr. Yeah. That's the most said dua on Laylatul Qadr. Like whenever Laylatul Qadr comes around, that's what they, they everybody tells yeah. you to say that I've dua. heard this from like all the, like the shaykh, they tell me to say this, SubhanAllah. Yeah. And like, and it's beautiful, it's beautiful. Like, like you t Allah, he loves to pardon. And imagine he gave us like he gave us this entire month for his from his mercy like to me to remember him to be conscious of him to leave off the desires like cleanse our bodies not only physically but spiritually and then at the end like when Layla comes around you say Allah pardon me and pardon is not just like like forgiveness pardon like come no accountability for it and part of like you know one of the craziest things is is like the one of the largest debates we've seen especially for us because we've spoken about it is is the music mm -hmm. people leave off music while they're fasting but why is it so hard to leave it off during the rest of the year why like why do you see it easier to seek knowledge and to memorize quran during ramadan right when you're fasting well, because and you're not listening to music but then the other months of the year you're like oh where did where's everybody getting this knowledge where's every how is everybody memorizing this and this and that like they're always asking these questions and it's like the answer is within yourself huh. Who would have thought, you know, did not did Allah not tell you what like what you could do? Did He not give you a book that shows you the criterion of what what exactly you could do? Yes, exactly to uh, to find the nur of Allah, to find the light of Allah in in seeking knowledge and memorizing Quran. Mm -hmm. So one of, one of those things is is music. I'm I, I'm not sad to say it, and I, I don't regret it. Yes, music is haram. There's n none of the four madhabs that people follow. It has a uh, any like disagreements upon this people say oh yeah it's, it's a difference of opinion no it's not those are those are minority scholars and i've i've done extensive research on this and i don't like to see when people tell me um they only give up music when they're fasting they listen to music afterward like that defeats the whole purpose yeah dude you know i, I saw something on tiktok right i saw in the comment section it was like yeah i told you guys music wasn't hot on you know saudi arabia they've been selling instruments for years I'm just looking at this comment like, dude, like people do anything to justify their sin, no matter what it is. Don't be amongst those people who do anything to justify your sin. Like if what you're doing is wrong, admit it and leave it. Do your best to leave it. I didn't know Saudi Arabia was Islam. <laughs> like <laughs> like the, no, I, nobody could say any country follows Sharia. Like don't, don't ever bring up a country talking about Islam. Countries and Islam do not go hand in hand because so, we, right now. yeah, 100%. like no, no country fully follows Sharia law. No, and that's, it hasn't been like that since what? For yeah. the the people start the, deviating. 
latest you could say is probably the Ottoman Empire. Yeah. But you like I'm not even I'm not gonna argue for that because I wasn't there. I don't know exactly what was going on. I don't know everything that was going on, right? Okay. Moving forward, Yusuf. Yeah. You're very special. I have a question for you. During Ramadan, for everyone watching, what are some of the best tips that you have for us to memorize Quran, more Quran, even if like we're just a beginner? Very well. Okay. So um, I was talking to Hussein about this. And in Ramadan, you know, there's two things you want to take advantage of. Leaving, bad, leaving behind bad habits, bad sins like we were just talking about. And the second thing is to introduce new habits into your life, even if they're consistent and small. And what better than memorizing the Quran, especially in the month of the Quran, Ramadan, the month of the Quran, where the Quran was revealed, when the Quran was revealed. So, and Uthman, like we were asking about what tips can people, what advice can I have for people to memorize the Quran, to even start, even if they're beginners, right? To start at least in this month to get these habits to start memorizing and then continue on Ramadan, inshallah. And by, before they even know it, you guys will, you know, people will memorize the Quran. So first, like we said, you know, it comes all, it all comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You have to make, you have to have a sincere intention. You can't, you can't say, I want to memorize the Quran for this, for riyah, like for show off or for this or for that. Memorize the Quran because you want to, because you want to be of the people of the Quran, because you want to have the rahmah of Allah. You want to have the book of Allah, the guide in this dunya, in the dunya, and it will take you inshallah to the, uh, to the akhirah, to Jannah. May Allah, you know, grant, grant us Jannah. I mean, I mean, so um, number one, it comes from Allah Azza wa Jal. You can't, you can't like, no one does anything by themselves. Right? If it was not from the, for the blessing of Allah, right? You, you do not do, you cannot do anything that Allah does not will for you. Right? You do not will unless Allah wills. So number one, it comes from Allah. Number two, I would say you have to, you have, to have a schedule. You have to have a schedule. You have to be disciplined. Be, you have to have a schedule, stay consistent. And, and I always say this, and the, best, and the best time to memorize is after Fajr. Rasulullah says in, in Sahih Hadith, Burika li ummati fi bukuriha, or in narrations, Allahumma barik li ummati fi bukuriha, that, the, uh, oh Allah, bless my ummah in their, in, in their morning times. Rasulullah made, made dua. So the morning time is actually blessed. It's blessed to memorize. It's easier for you to memorize, right? Like we mentioned the ayah about, So, and if you combine that with memorizing in the morning, right, you have nothing else. Like, like bro, that's the hack. That's the cheat code right there yeah. to memorize after Fajr. Because your mind is clear. Right when you wake up, make will do pray fajr. Don't open your phone. Don't scroll on Instagram or TikTok or watch this or watch that. Right? Open the Quran and start memorizing. And 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 what leads to that is the night before. The night before, open that. Like what you want, let's say you want to memorize um these five verses. Read those verses before you go to sleep. Make sure you're reading them correctly. Uh, listen to a sheikh saying them over and over again so you got the correct memo of how to read them and then start reading them. And read that like about 20 times and then after Fajr, come to memorize it. Wallahi, I promise you, look how easy it is going to be to promise you. I mean, to, to memorize. Like I could say for me, all of my Quran, I memorized it after Fajr. Like maybe the, night, the, 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 day, the afternoon before, I would review it like after Dover, I would read it, but I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't really memorize it until the next morning. So that's the number one, uh, that's the number two I could say is have a schedule, uh, have a schedule. Number three, pick a time and the time, best time is Fajr. If that doesn't work for you, at least have a different time that you, you're going to stick to every single day. Also, Quran and Fajr is witnessed. Allah says in Surah Isra, right, correct. So the, the, Quran, uh, the, the Quran after Fajr is, uh, uh, the Quran of Fajr is witnessed. 
So like we said, like to, uh, to um, keep track, we said that it all comes from Allah. So make sure you're making dua and ask Allah and, and be sincere and repent from your sins. Number two, have a schedule, be disciplined. Number three, um, the, the best time is the Fajr time. Um, and number four, I would say is first, before you start memorizing, or, but don't let it slow, read that, slow you down, but you should try to learn how to, how to read correctly with tajweed because that helps so much. If you're just memorizing with, with, and with mistakes and without tajweed, you know, so you try to get a sheikh and listen to a sheikh. Or if you, if, you, if you know someone or you have someone or you have a course that you can join to memorize, but the Quran is the best time, uh, Ramadan is the best time to uh, yeah. memorize the Quran. I was just about to bring that up. I was like, bro, you're already up for suhoor, right? You already have that time frame. You, uh, you have time. Before Fajr, you have time after Fajr. It's, it's up to you, honestly, because um, like for myself, the way I was thinking about it, I was like, okay, you know, I'm up for Suhoor already. I might as well pray Tahajjud, right? I'm, at, uh, I'm already going to um, be praying the, the Sunnah before Fajr, and I'm going to be praying Fajr. So I was like, between that time, if I'm done eating early, I, I have time to sit there and read the Quran uh, after I pray Tahajjud or after I pray Fajr. It's like, it's honestly up to you. And th right now, there's no excuses because... If you're already up, you're already here, ready to get food, waiting to pray Fajr, you might as well read some Quran. Mm -hmm. And like he said, five verses. It depends on the the, the length of those verses, but it's it's honestly up to you. Just one line, one line would be more beneficial to you than not doing anything. Yeah, consistency. If someone can memorize ten ayahs one once a month, I always give this example. And someone else, he can memorize one line, like Rasman is saying, every single day. The person who memorizing one line every single day is going to end up memorizing 30 lines by the end of that month. Yeah. See? And you can put that into practice. Some people can memorize faster than other people. Some people can retain more than other people. So you just try and then start small and work your way up. The, the, the brain is like a muscle. It's just like working out. When once every time you get stronger, you can you can you can rep, you can rep more. You can you can Hussein knows mm, you yeah. can rep more, you can <laughs> do more, right? So so it's the, the it's same thing like with the Quran, like your brain's like a muscle, it's just you can go up. And for a little motivation as to why you should memorize the Quran, I want you to guys, I want you guys to imagine a scenario with me. Imagine a person, he has the entire book of God, the one who created us in his heart. Subhanallah, like imagine like just imagine the name of this person. Imagine the Lord emulating from that Ima person. Yeah, could you imagine like imagine you are of like the people like you're you're like you're one step closer to being more like the Prophet and like the Sahab, like because they memorize and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like you're one step like you're of the people of this Ummah who can bring the Quran back if it was to be destroyed. Could you could you imagine if you were the last Hafiz on earth? You would be the most important person on earth to the Muslims. Yes. Like I, I don't think I don't think we're thinking about about exactly what he just said. Yeah. Like, you're one of the most important people to the Muslim Ummah right now because yeah. if everybody was to be wiped out and you were the only Muslim left, you'd be the only one who's carrying the word of God that you'd be able to pass down to generations. Subhanallah. Like oh. your your family, your family. Think about how much your family would love you. Like, bro, the 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 one who memorizes the entire Quran, he gets to take people to Jannah with him. Well, how many? What? Some narrations say ten. Um, some narrations say twenty-seven. See, I mean, regardless, Subhanallah. You know, regardless, you know what what I'm basically taking from all of this is the fact that we need to take advantage during Ramadan. You know, Allah has blessed us with a good amount of time this month. You know, Alhamdulillah for what we what we have been given. Inshallah, we make it. So in this month, we should be expanding our knowledge. Mm -hmm. The month of self-discipline, the month, the month of uh, self-improvement, the month of detox. Mm -hmm. You know, just the month to become a better person overall. Who doesn't want to? Who doesn't want to do that? Wow. And why don't? It's also a month of reflection, right? Like, why don't we think about what we did? 
from the last Ramadan to now because obviously we've been so blessed to be able to make it to this point. Like none of us know exactly how much time we have left. We always have to be mindful of that. We always have to be mindful of death. There are people who don't never know. Someone might die the day before Ramadan and their last uh, good deed may have been a week ago or something. Tell like. us about the hadith of the person, uh, the shaheed and the one who observed Ramadan. Oh yeah, so there was, um, there's a hadith narrated from Talha ibn uh, Ubaidullah where there were two um there were two people one was martyred in battle he he used to Shaheed. Uh, yeah he like, used think about to his higher engage ranks. in jihad more than uh than another the other man he ended up dying about a year later and he just passed away um it didn't say exactly how he passed away it just said he passed away so then talha had a dream he saw that um the one who passed away a year after the martyr he entered jannah before him and to him, that like that, uh, he was confused about. It. He was sitting there, like, why didn't the martyr, like the, the martyr, this is the one of the highest honors of death uh, for a Muslim, yeah. because indeed, what the, the martyrs, they're not dead, mm -hmm. they're they're with their Lord, right? So he, uh, this word got to the Prophet Ali uh, Sam, and uh, he said, so what are you confused about? He asked Talha, what are you confused about? He said, why did the martyr not enter Jannah first? And he he said to the man who died a year later, did he not uh, get to observe Ramadan? Did he not uh, like you know with sincerity? And he made uh, such and such prostrations uh, throughout the year, and everybody said yes. And then he was like, then that was greater than everything that is between the heavens and the earth. Imagine that Rasul Ali Salatu Salam he said, what are you or like what are you confused about? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what are you like did he not go through Ramadan? Sometimes? Did he not go through Ramadan? <laughs> was he not able to do every single thing he can? What did he not? basically saying he didn't miss a prostrate he did all these number of prostrations he uh he fasted ramadan with sincerity like observing ramadan with sincerity that's one of the greatest honors we don't oh. we don't think about it enough like it it comes around once a year but it's like what a laylatul qadr alone is better than what alfi shahr better than a thousand years. months 83 years like that night of worship is better than 83 years like and you you some people don't even live 83 years. Like, SubhanAllah. SubhanAllah. And that's actually a ni'mah from Allah. Like that, uh, the, the, the Prophet his ummah was given Ramadan because, you know, as the early generations like Nuh, they used to live thousands of years, right? So this is a way where we, he's like, how, um, oh Allah, how can my ummah compete with these other um, ummahs that live for thousand years and my ummah is only going to live for 60, 70 years averagely, give or take. So that 83 years gives us like a boost. And if you miss it, well, I like, you know, you can't miss that, man. Like you're it's even crazier, though, because outside of Ramadan, our deeds are multiplied 10. Yeah, Reading no, no. one one letter of the Quran is like, uh, is is 10 hasanat. Like, yeah. that we have we have that plus the month of Ramadan where deeds are multiplied up beyond that. Like, I don't, um, like, when I say looking at Ramadan like a reflection month, what I say is, I brought up to to my brothers, I was like, okay, so why don't we think about what we did from the last Ramadan to now? What did we increase on? Not even just from, from this Ramadan, uh, from last Ramadan to this Ramadan, throughout the year too. What Did we increase on anything? Like, did you take any habits out uh, from Ramadan and keep them till now? Did you lose uh, any? Or, and did you build any throughout the year? And from from what I got from that, I memorized a lot more Quran between uh, last Ramadan and this one. Take this yeah. as advice. Take this as advice. Uh, I started praying more Sunnah prayers. Mm -hmm. I started doing more dua in my uh, in my salah. Mm -hmm. I started um, I started watching a lot more lectures and reading a lot more books. Not even not even like online stuff. Books, books, <laughs> Real because books. books are one of the most important things. There are yes. so many. Uh, 
There's like, there's a you whole you there's a whole tafsir about like you know how Angel Gabriel came down to the Prophet Alayhi Salatu Wasalam and the first word reveals Iqra. Yeah. Iqra bismi rabbika ladi khalaq. Yeah. Like reading is important. Reading is important. Like for those who don't like, oh I don't need to read, I don't I don't need school, I don't need books. Like, bro, if you think about it, like think about all like the highly honored people like in like the golden golden age of Islam, like all of our imams, bro, they were like academic, like like they were academically gifted, subhanAllah. Mm-hmm. They read, subhanAllah. Yeah. I was going to say, like, you guys could let them know, like, if there's anything that you want to speak on that you in, uh, increased on from last Ramadan to this Ramadan, or at least to where we are right now, because we don't even know if we're going to make it to Ramadan. But anybody? I mean, look, one of the biggest things is, you know, like you said, just watching lectures and reading more books. And then here's the other things, right? Is, uh, what's it called? More memorization of Quran, and it was something very important. Hold on, I can't name it right now. Don't second. forget about the friends. Like, yeah, brother. Well, that's what I was from, gonna say. I was gonna, say, yeah, I was gonna yeah. say for me, it was the people who accompanied me. Yeah. Because obviously during Ramadan, you're spending more time in the masjid. You see a lot of familiar faces. Yeah. You're on Eid, and you know, like you celebrate. Like that's one of the best. Uh, one of the best things I I love about Ramadan as well. Eid, like like you dap up dap up the Imam. Like you just read Khatam al Quran, bro. Like we made it. Like we fasted, and. It, it, you got better, like subhanAllah, and you like you see all the familiar faces, and now like you have fr- friendships that will last life two lifetimes. Look, yeah. even even speaking about friendships, like I like I had the non-Muslim friends questioning what I'm doing. Like, why do you why do you do exactly what you're doing? And I explained to them and I'd sit down and I explain, you know, every every question that they had about Islam, right? And that would just get them sucked in, right? They just want to keep on learning more and more and more, right? And I feel like I, I feel myself being elevated, right? Like yeah. internally, right? Because it just feels so good to talk about and to spread the knowledge, to spread the deen. And you know, alhamdulillah, right? You know, two of my friends so far have accepted Islam this year, right? Yeah, and you know, it's gonna be more, inshallah, right? Takbir, takbir. No, but what he's saying—that's what you're saying—is pure facts. Because here's the thing, right? Like in Ramadan, right? A lot of us now we're in school we're, or we're working, and you know, some people may find it hard to fast during Ramadan. But think about it—you're literally doing the impossible right now. Like you have the people shocked right now. You're not eating or drinking for the entire day, and people are questioning you, like, how how can you even do this? Like, do you understand how you look right now? <laughs> Like <laughs> your your status is up here, right? Yeah. And you, you don't and even you're realize still performing, it. Subhanallah. And you're still performing. And here and here's the thing, right? Allah does not burden a soul more than what it can bear, right? So Allah would not have prescribed this onto us if He knew we couldn't do it. He knows that we're working. He knows that we're in school. He knows that we're doing things throughout the day, right? But this is better for us. In fact, it's a mercy from Him upon us. And I want to bring up another point. Fasting doesn't mean you stop your daily activities. Like, oh, I have to go home and sleep all day because I'm fasting. Yeah. Like fasting, you still like. That's where the tukul comes. You're still doing your same things, but you can't eat or you can't drink. Brother, two of the, dude, two that's of the most, crazy. most desirable traits from um for any human being is to eat and to drink and to enjoy themselves in this life. Like subhanAllah, and you take that away from somebody. Look, listen, I remember when I was uh like 12 years old, I was in Sudan, right? Mm-hmm. And I was with uh I was with my cousin. We're in we're in the marketplace, right? Mm-hmm. And he was showing me, you know, he has a he has a he has a malaha, right? So mm-hmm. like, you know, it's a place where they grow salt and you know they package it and stuff like that. But here's the thing: I see the people working, and I'm like, are they fasting? They're like, yeah, we're fasting. They're over here dripping in sweat. They're working hard, and I'm like, you know, like how how is this even possible, right? Uh, like, and, it's, and it's then, crazy. And we have people now uh, try and be excused because just because they have an they, exam. They got an exam that day. <laughs> I have a test. Does that mean I can't <laughs> fast? <laughs> like, but like, the Sahaba they used to fight battles while they were fasting. The battle yeah, was, was, that, like, was prayed. I mean, was was fought in Ramadan. Like, don't, speaking of like, yeah, don't let it get in the way of your daily life. People would be like, oh, like how can I deal with it with school, bro? I played football while fasting. I I was in practice in ninety degree Fahrenheit weather. 
for those people who don't go by Fahrenheit, I was in very hot weather fasting. Like, and people were looking at me, bro, are you not dying? Like, I'm going the same speed as them. I'm doing everything they're doing. And I'm not even feeling, I'm not feeling fatigued at all. And when I say fatigued, I don't mean tired. I mean, like, I don't feel like I'm going to pass out. I don't feel like uh, I need water or anything. I'm saying the impossible. I know exactly what's going on. I fear Allah so much that I wouldn't, I wouldn't dare go under the water. I'd rather die than drink water. I'd rather rather die on the field right now than drink water. Like, subhanAllah. Like, bro, in Sudan, bro, it's it's hot. It's hot. It's it's desert. (laughs) SubhanAllah. Bro, during Ramadan, bro, from Fajr to Maghrib, from Fajr to Maghrib, bro, it's hot. I'm standing in the sun. Like, oh, it it would even cross anybody's mind to break their fast. Like, that's such a foreign thought. Like, SubhanAllah. And then, like, I want to bring up another point. It's kind of off topic, but like, um, in Ramadan, the people of Sudan, like during Iftar, everyone comes up the streets and they all eat together. From everything. The generosity. The generosity. And there's no, there's no such thing as hangry in Ramadan. Like, you know how many people like, um, like nowadays in, in the, like the regular months, like you get hangry, like, yeah, or yeah. Your, your mood changes because you're hungry. Like, I have to eat something. Like yeah. in Ramadan, there's none of that. And especially people are sleeping less during Ramadan. Even, even so, on less sleep, they're not grumpy. They're not anything. The yeah. emotion is like it's, it's just a, spiritual a, a, drive, man. Subhanallah, yeah. Subhanallah. What were you gonna say? Man, I forgot he was ranting. Well, I wanted to like make a few one like one point before we close it. I wanted to say that what we were talking about, like having the people around you, like Subhanallah. We we only met Yusuf like like a month or maybe I, I met him last. Month. Yeah, I know you did, but I'm saying us and look at look at where we are now. Like people always say, oh, how can I make these Muslim friends? It's not that hard. Wallahi, it's not that hard. It's not as hard as you make it out to yes. be. Because what? What did you say? It is Allah's will to lighten your burden, right? Oh, if you have a burden of seeking companionship in someone who's not a spouse, obviously, then. Seek it with Allah. Seek it with your Lord. Ask Allah for for a righteous friend, for someone who will help you reach Jannah. Ultimately, that's what you want, right? And it's not as hard as you think. I didn't even meet him in the mosque. Yeah, <laughs> that's where you think you'd find a friend. I didn't even meet Yusuf in the mosque. I don't know. And now, now this guy, he's my brother. I haven't even known him that long, but I, I trust him with my life because I know exactly like he'd do the same for me. Life same. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. like. And I used to be, I used to be a brother who. Whenever I'd sit with my parents and they give me an Islamic lesson, I wasn't fully tuned in. But now I go to my parents and I'm giving them lessons. They're giving me lessons back because just like just like my friends, just like my brothers, I I seek that companionship with my parents because I understand like we're, we have the same goal. <laughs> we want to go to Jannah, right? Yeah, exactly. Like we're gonna speak. Not, in- not even that, brother Yusuf. Remember Yusuf and Osman and all of us. Remember yesterday when we were at the masjid. Think about how many people like we didn't even know they came up to us and they just started giving us knowledge. We just had a conversation for real for hours and it hours. Happens, it happens all the time. It happens all the time. So don't you know? Don't ever underestimate the people. Just go go to the masajid like if you want to make Muslim friends, especially during this Ramadan. like you're gonna start making Muslim friends. I take my word for it. And the environment you pick like plays a big role. The friends you pick. If you're hanging out with people who are like not even fasting or people who are like half fasting, like bro. You know, because fasting just not, like you said, like people just get out of it, hunger and, and thirst. thirst. Yeah. Like the Prophet said. Um, so in the environment, you put, put yourself in the masjid, put yourself with uh, good people, right? In, um, in good environments. Yeah, alhamdulillah. And like, uh, go, like in, uh, going back to the habits we were talking about, give yourself goals, give yourself habits. Okay, you know, every day I want to, uh, and try, try to make khatma of the Quran. If you can, make khatma of the Quran in Ramadan. What that means, khatma means to, to complete the whole Quran with reading, with your eyes. Uh, this is a part Even of memorizing. Even if it's in English or in your yes. language. Just because you go to, to taraweeh and you pray behind imam, that's not enough. Right? That's not, I'm not saying like, I'm not trying to belittle that, but 
try to have your own goals. Okay, you know, you have five salahs in a day. After each salah, I'm gonna read four pages. Five times four is what? 20. That's one juz. That's one juz. You do that for 30 <laughs> days. Yeah, you don't hold that's like just an easy example. Yeah. Uh, start trying to pray nif. Even if you can't do all tw uh, 12 rak'ahs, let's say uh, all 12 sunnahs, do after fajr and after isha. Start like that. Trust, then, yeah. you know, start bringing duhr in. Start bringing maghrib in. Start bringing after duhr in. After maghrib, right? So, it's just a continuous time. And make a promise with yourself. Don't try to release, okay, yo, you know, Ramadan, I'm getting hyped up. Uh, like, and you listen to the to the nasheeds, everything getting getting hyped up. <laughs> and then, like, you know, Ramadan comes, bro, I'm going to read the whole Quran every single day, right? Some, yeah. people, some people actually get ideas like that. Like, because the adrenaline just gets in your head. No, make a small promise. Make a small thing and work from that. Because you don't want to do something like for the first three days, you're praying, oh, Tony Rakas Taraweeh, doing this, reading Quran. And then what happens was you, you burn out. Because it's more And then when the end of Ramadan, the last 10 days, the most virtuous days of the whole year, the last 10 days, you're already worn out because <laughs> yeah. you're doing too much. Keep it small, make a promise with yourself. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Consistent. Mm -hmm. I forgot. <laughs> this guy keeps forgetting, man. Um, we're we're gonna have we're gonna have more episodes speaking about Ramadan, like you know, speaking like last ten nights that type of stuff. Uh, probably like a like a Ramadan check in, like how everybody's doing during Ramadan. But you know, we want to make the most of Ramadan. We want to keep everybody engaged with Ramadan, like with the with the goal of Ramadan in mind. We're kind of like trying to make it so that everybody's involved with us. You guys are involved with us. We're involved with you in Ramadan, like. You'll see in one of our videos we're going to mention, we're, we're doing a Quran challenge. We're all going to memorize the same surah and we're going to do it throughout Ramadan. And then by the end of Ramadan, we'll check everybody's progress, making sure like everybody memorized that surah because it's a surah everybody can memorize. And obviously Yusuf already memorized the surah, yeah. Allah Mubarak. But, so we, we tasked him, we, he's going to do it with us, but we tasked him with something else as well. He's going to be memorized, uh, memorizing from Hadith, inshallah. Uh, but with that being said, this is going to close out our, our um, episode speaking about uh, the virtues of Ramadan, what we could do in Ramadan to better ourselves and building habits that will last us till the next Ramadan if we make it there. Because we never know exactly uh, when our time of death will be. That's the only thing that's guaranteed in life. And, you know, with that being said, you know, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. All right, guys, just remind you guys, we're students of knowledge. We're not scholars. We hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Please make sure you uh, send this to your friends and family. You don't know whose life you can change by sending this one video to them. And uh, that being said, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. I just want to say, you know, Jazakumullah Khair for having me on this uh, beautiful, beneficial podcast. You know, may Allah uh, benefit us, reward us, and benefit everyone listening. Amen. Whoever stuck up uh, to the end, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.